You are listening to Marawa Sports Worldwide right here on Radio 2000 Metro FM 89 and 089-110-2000. It's the number to call and engage us as well on the social media platforms there. And of course, on Twitter, it is uh, Marawa Sports Worldwide as well as on, as on Instagram as well with the hashtag MSW. Now, when I opened the show earlier, I said a man has been banned permanently in Zimbabwe. And that is true because the Zimbabwe Football Association, ZIFA, has permanently banned its former president, Philip Chiangwa, for what they term as bringing Zimbabwean football into disrepute. Now, this comes after accusations were leveled against him during the 2019 Kosafa Cup bid debacle, which saw the Warriors banned from the 2020 tournament. Zimbabwe reneged on an agreement to stage the event, which South Africa took over the hosting of. Now, to tell us more on the story, we are joined by the Herald newspaper senior sports journalist, Robson Sharuko. Robson, good evening and welcome to the show. Great, great, great. How are you doing, guys? No, definitely doing well this evening. It's nice and a bit warm here in South Africa. Uh, how are you that side? No, no, no. We're okay. Just could be regretting for the weekend and um, we're hoping that, you know, the football matches that are coming on in South Africa and in Zim, everything goes according to plan and we're following up all the big stories. Come up here, do we need the main achieve when you go to Sundowns, all the stuff. So we are getting for quite a, quite an adventure. It is happening every day. Aha. Uh-huh. Now, tell us about uh, the story when it comes to the former president of Zifa, banned permanently. I mean, what concrete proof does Zifa have for that actually led now to Chiangwa to be banned for life? Yeah, it's, um, I think it's, uh, it's a concrete that has been playing out in the boardrooms for quite some time. Um, when the new Zifa leadership came into power, uh, last year, I think there was a truce, uh, a meeting was held to try and uh, defuse the tension that was there between Chiangwa and uh, the guy who took over as the new Ziva president, Trojan Kamambo. And then there were announcements that were given, public announcements to the media, that they would be working together to try and favor the um, uh, development of Zimbabwean football. Unfortunately, in the last couple of months, has been a deterioration of that relationship. And uh, it has culminated now in the uh, decision by the support that they are banning Chiangwa for life. You will remember that before they did this, uh, in, this uh, in the few weeks before their decision, they tried to revoke his um, presidency of Kosafa because they wanted Kosafa to say that we are the candidate that we shouldn't be the Kosafa president. But then Kosafa... Was there to say that Chiangwa owes his position as Kosovo president to his uh, will, not because Zipa has created him there. So, this has been uh, something that has been going up for some time. So, it's a boardroom issue, basically. And uh, mm. where, you know, where there are fights here and there, you always find that the drama that comes out of it is at times laughable, at times. You cannot believe it. And I think you have seen it actually even down in South Africa where when the two big uh, figureheads of football sites, I think WhatsApp has the image of the game. And this is what is our concern right now mm. with the media. That when the headlines that are coming out are not conducive 
sponsors to come in and pour money into the game. And if you look at Zimbabwean football, it's got a lot of potential, mm. but it doesn't have the financial muscle that South African football has. And uh, the few sponsors who are able to put money into the game, some of them stand on the sidelines because they say the landscape is very toxic. Robson. Robson. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt it there. Can yeah. we just ask you, can you just hold on to the line a bit? Uh, we're going to try and find and actually get you on a better line because with this one, it is uh, it is a bit fuzzy. We can actually hardly hear what you have to say. And uh, there's a lot of uh, things that we'd actually like to hear about what is happening around there in Zimbabwe. You know, one of the things that I'd like to find out about uh, this ban for Chiangwa is the fact that um, even though he's banned and permanently for life for uh, Chiangwa, he is currently the president of Kosafa. So what does that mean for the Southern African region in terms of football? Because here is a man banned for life by his home association, but is currently the head of Kosafa here in the Southern region of Africa when it comes to football. And also wanting to find out in terms of his ban with immediate effect, what does it actually mean now? Does it mean that he can still attend matches or does it mean that he's not allowed to attend matches? Can he attend meetings? Maybe not. Maybe he won't be allowed to attend meetings and conferences of any related or football-related activities in Zimbabwe. But um, in terms of this ban, what does it mean? Does it mean that uh, he can't touch anything that is football-related for life now, according to Zifa, who, uh, you know, it's his home association that has decided to actually ban him for life. The number to call, of course, you can also weigh in on this conversation that we're talking about with the president of former president of Zifa that is being banned for life. 89 and 89-110-2000 and the voice notes as well, 060-584-2250. We're still just trying to get uh, Robinson uh, uh, Shakura there on the line. There He is the Herald uh, newspaper senior journalist live from Zimbabwe and of course he's going to be getting in touch with us in not uh, such a long time. Let's go back now to Robson, uh, Robson uh, Sharuko, live from Zimbabwe. Robson, I hope that you got you in a better line. Uh, let's continue talking. I mean, when it comes to uh, Chiangwa's uh, ban, there. I mean, uh, where does it actually leave uh, um, Zimbabwean football? Seeing that, I mean, he's banned for life, and we are busy telling us about the proof also that led to his uh, ban being there and it being permanent and it being for life. Uh, thanks, guys. Uh, basically, the, the the point remains that whatever the sanction that the Zimbabwe Football Association leadership have imposed on Chiangwa, uh, it remains a domestic issue because until that ban is endorsed by FIFA to get a worldwide um, ban so that Chiangwa cannot function in any capacity in the administration of football, that ban cannot then be extended beyond the boundaries of Zimbabwe. So basically the Zifa leadership have within their powers to ban any individual that they believe would have flouted the regulations that govern Zimbabwean football. Um, but obviously you need to have steps that have to be taken before you reach such a decision. And those steps include uh, the 
person who would have been implicated or who would have been accused to be brought before a disciplinary committee. And if I have a disciplinary committee, and if that person is not happy with that decision, mm. he takes his case to the appeals committee. And if he's not happy, then he takes his case to the other committee. So it go, it's, it's a process. But basically what we are, what we are saying is that these are sideshows, these are uh, boardroom fights between uh, parties that believe that we need to be uh, the, um, the boss, and then there, there is another side that says we are the boss. And they are not helping Zimbabwean football at all, because if you look at it, it's the game that is suffering, because the sponsors uh, who are badly needed in Zimbabwean football right now to tap into the uh, into the potential that our um, footballers have, and uh, it's a testimony that can come from the South Africans yourselves, that when it comes to Zimbabwean football, they've got a lot of exciting, talented youngsters, but those guys don't have the financial uh, rewards to bring their talent to the fore, and we need sponsors to come in, but sponsors are not going to come in in a situation where they believe every day that they open the newspaper, the back pages are full of material that is damaging the, to the game, and this is the kind of stuff that damages the game. So in terms of the fight between Chiangwa and um, Zifa, it has been brewing for some time. We didn't believe that it would come to this, but unfortunately as I told you in the very first sentences, this is just, this is just a sideshow. These, these are two bulls yeah. trying to tell each other that um, I'm the bigger bull, but in, 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 at the end of it all, without FIFA endorsing that ban, it doesn't mean much of a thing. And of course we did try to get hold of Philip Chiangwa to actually talk to us on the show there and he says that he's in the midst of preparing a comprehensive response and he won't speak up until he sent that to FIFA and CAF and he said that he only heard about his ban in the news and that in football he understands that uh, due process needs to be followed. Do you believe that due process was followed in this ban there, Robson? Apparently, I wouldn't say so because the announcement came via um, um, a press statement that was released by the Zimbabwe Football Association and they said that it was after the emergency committee meeting that they held in Arare. So after the meeting, they decided that we have to impose these bans on these individuals. And uh, like I have indicated earlier on, I'm not saying that Chiangwa is a saint, neither am I saying that um, he didn't do anything wrong. Mm. But I'm saying that if there are issues to do with characters, and I'll put Chiangwa now, he has uh, lifted his character to be somebody who... Uh, goes around African football and is uh, recognized because of what he has done in the game. Uh, be that as it may, if you are going to ban him, make sure that it is watertight. Mm. You can you can say that we can point to this and that, and all those things have to put in a process that people will say, yes, I think Zifa were right. I'm not so sure what Zifa have in terms of their dossier, yeah. but they should have pulled, pushed him, as far as I can see, they should have pulled him to the disciplinary hearing. He should have attended that hearing, check the issues that are being said were done wrongly to him, and then he should have been presented with a chance to defend himself and that Zifa disciplinary committee hearing will then have made a decision mm. to say that Chiangwa, you are either uh, flouting the regulations, you have either flouted the regulations and you are due for sanctioning. And if that sanction is a five year, 10 year, 20 year ban or a life ban, it's their decision. And then we, they trigger now the processes whether Chiangwa wants to uh, appeal or not. 
but the way that it has been handled, because it's not only um, it's not only Chiangwa who has been who has been banned. Uh-huh. I think the former vice president of uh, the Zifa, which Chiangwa headed, uh, Omega Sibanda, has also been banned for life. And uh, the other board member of Zifa was elected only last year. He has also been pushed out of the Ziva leadership. So you can see that it has been a cocktail of a ban, ban, ban. And these things, when we look at the true picture of Zimbabwean football right now, you can say that there is a lot of negativity. And it's it's incumbent upon those who are in charge. And this is the appeal from the fans that let us celebrate what is happening on the field. We have just had a team, the Mighty Warriors, uh, the women's national team, come from Kosafa. They did quite very well for a team that went into camp very late. I mean, for them to go toe-to-toe with mm. Banyana Banyana and reach the um, semi-final, come back with um, a bronze medal, I think that's brilliant. We have to celebrate them. And right now, if you listen to the news back here, it's, it's, all those achievements have been put into the background. It's the people who are supposed to lead. They say that in football, when you start hearing about the names of the people who are leading the game, yeah. instead of the players who are playing the game, there is, a, there is a possibility that you're getting things wrong. Because if you ask the average South African right now, or the average Zimbabwean right now, who is the leader of the Football Association of Germany? It's very unlikely that they'll tell you his or her name. That's it's correct. because the systems, they are working. They will tell you exactly who is the leader, the coach of Bayern Munich, and who is the main guy who plays in front at Bayern Munich. Because that is, those are the characters that we need to hear and we need to see, because they are the real owners of the game. So I think the leadership crisis has to be pushed into the background. But unfortunately, in Zim football, we are pushing it into the main ground and it's coming as a detriment of the football itself. You know, Robson, I mean, with this now, the due process not being followed, clearly if that's not being followed and uh, FIFA and CAF are not even in the loop, then uh, chances are Chiangwa, this ban will actually really, really not, uh, you know, actually stand. And this further, by the looks of things, it seems like it will further embarrass uh, Zimbabwean football. I, I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't go to that length. I, I, I believe that your fears are well-founded. I, I agree with you. Uh, the, I haven't received any communications from ZIFA to establish uh, or to pronounce where they held their disciplinary hearings, mm. where they gave uh, Chiangwa a chance to defend himself, and where all the decisions were made. So if that's not the case, I agree with you that we might come up with, uh, with another situation where the people who made a match, and that's FIFA, because FIFA and CAF, they made a match. If they say that whatever decision that you did, we're not recognizing it, we are telling you that you go back to the status quo. And all that it means is that all these bad deadlines that have been drawn from today going forward will just count for nothing. And the the loser there will be Zimbabwean football. Zimbabwean football is not in a healthy state right now. We want to be seen to be to be growing up to the potential that we have. Mm. We've got so much potential in this country, but unfortunately, uh, for one reason or another, we are not giving that potential a chance to seize its moment. And we, for that 
to happen, we need the leaders to come together. For all the fighting that we have seen, we have seen the fighting in a number of other African countries. I think we've seen fighting even in, in the boardrooms of the Zambian Football Association. Mm-hmm. We've seen fighting in the boardrooms of the South African Football Association. That's true. But they have to come to a time where, where those leaders say that we owe it to the people that we lead. We owe it to the game that we love for us to make sure that the game uh, thrives, that the players find an industry that they can go and play their game and get due rewards. And we look at Kama Billiard. Mm. We look at Kama Billiard right now. He's a big name in South African football. We're saying these are, there are too many Kama Billiards, a lot of them around Zimbabwe. Uh-huh. And those guys, they need to be given the same chance to do even better than Kama Billiard at Kaiser Chiefs and at Sundowns. And they can only get that chance if the leadership then puts the interests of the game, not the interests of the leaders themselves, ahead of everything else. Uh-huh. Robson, well, uh, let me ask you to just hold on a bit because we need to go for a quick commercial break and then after that, we're going to talk further about this debacle that's happening between Zifa as well as uh, the former president, Chiangwa. Well, 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 MSW, Morale Sports Worldwide, right here on Radio 2000 as well as Metro FM. Thank you so much for joining us and for staying with us. Uh, just looking at the quick score there when it comes to the Ashes. England, 251 for the loss of nine. And I see that uh, when it comes to the number of uh, wickets, uh, the, well, the people who actually took the wickets, uh, Cummins is also now on three wickets that he has taken as well as Hazelwood, while Siddle and Lan also took a wicket apiece there. And of course, Lan has actually taken the one off broad as well. And I mean, at the crease, we still have Burstow on 51 as well as Leach. He's still is to score some runs there for England when it comes to the Ashes. It's day two. However, yesterday was washed out and it is still in the first innings. We are still in conversation with uh, Robson uh, Shahuko and we're talking about Zifa and the fact that they have banned the former president of uh, Zifa, that is uh, Philip Chiangwa. And, uh, you know, uh, Robson, I mean, just looking at the fact that um, Chiangwa is still the president of Kosafa. What does this ban now mean for Kosafa? Uh, good question, because that, that is what matters now, because um, uh, his leadership is only reserved to the leadership of the region. And um, if you remember uh, a few weeks ago, there was a decision that was uh, made by the Zimbabwe Football Association that we have to revoke the leadership of Chiangwa from Kosafa. We, well, they tried to recall him, but they couldn't succeed. Mm. And even in their press statement yesterday, they said that they were still pursuing that matter of recalling Chiangwa from the um, uh, Kosovo leadership. Well, how that is possible, we don't know. And whether that can even uh, succeed, uh, a lot of us doubt, doubt it very much. But uh, we have to give it to, to them that they are still pursuing it. Why they are doing it, only them can know. But in terms of... Um, uh, the, the the running of Kosafa right now. Mm-hmm. As I've said in the beginning, Chiangwa's decision cannot, Chiangwa's authority cannot be hampered by a decision that has come from a domestic association. Um, until FIFA endorses that ban, yeah. until CAF comes up and says that, yes, Chiangwa, you are out of football, we don't recognize you. So then it complicates the running of Kosafa because the main guy uh, at the helm cannot do any correspondence with CAF and cannot do any correspondence with FIFA, mm. then that would be the end of Chiangwa. But as far as we are concerned, 
Chiangwa remains the Kosafa president. And uh, because the Zifa guys also wrote to FIFA, we are expecting that there will be a feedback that will come from FIFA to make a determination on this case to, to, in terms of their response. And once that response comes through, I think you guys at, um, at the radio show and uh, the guys in Zim will also be able to take what matters from there, and then we can see where the game goes. But uh, I don't believe that whatever happened, the decision that was passed yesterday, is, is any bearing in terms of Xiangwa leading Kosafa, because that's a bigger thing. It's like um, Zimbabwe are um, a branch of Kosafa. Yeah. They cannot then make a determination on behalf of the 14, uh, 13, 14 other countries that, that make up Kosafa. Because when Chiangwa won that vote, every other country had to take part. Remember also that the things came to a head a few weeks ago where Zimbabwe Football Association leaders said that because of the toxic relationship between them and Chiangwa as or at the moment, they were considering pulling out of Kosava and then going to join the Central African uh, Confederation, the Sekafa region. Um, but the fact that they ended up sending the Mighty Warriors to play at the Kosafa Women's Championship and the under-20s of the, our girls, the under-20 national team, it appears as if they've changed their decision and realized that you probably you just don't end up saying, uh, describing yourself as part of the Sekafa leadership. Those are geographical boundaries that have to be looked upon because they have to come into bearing when the draws for the CAF Champions League, the draws for the FIFA um, uh, qualifiers are done, the Southern African countries, the Western African countries, all those things have to be taken into account. And that is why we have been drawn into the regions uh, in terms of our football administration. So uh, I don't, I, I will see, Chiangwa will still run um, Kosafa until as and when FIFA makes a determination. And I think in the next few days, we are going to be getting a hearing from FIFA. We're getting a response from there, and uh, it will clear the air. I must say, just listening to that, for me, it really sounds like an embarrassment for African football as a whole and even for Kosafa because, I mean, here's a man, he is not seen as fit and proper by his own organization, his home organization, to run it. Yet, he is uh, fit and proper to run an even bigger umbrella body, which is Kosafa. Tell us about this, Ben, because I see that uh, it means that he no longer will be allowed to uh, entry into all Zifa-sanctioned football matches played in Zimbabwe, football meetings, conferences, and any football-related activity in the country. I mean, how do you run Kosafa if you actually are not allowed to attend meetings of one of the branches of, uh, you know, when it comes to the, the associations that you run? Uh, yeah, I, th- I think you, you raise very valid points there, uh, especially your home, your home country where people then expect that uh, the, the charity has to begin at home. They look at uh, what is happening in Zimbabwe, and because you are part of the Zimbabwean setup, part of the Zimbabwean furniture, they expect you to be providing a, a lead role for the likes of Comoros, the others, the smaller um, uh, nations within Kosafa. So it's, it's a bit tricky. But um, before we came online, I think uh, I think I I listened to a teaser that you guys played about Kalusha Walia. Uh, one of the greatest players that we've, uh, we've ever had. I think it's a recording that you guys could have had with him some time ago. That's he correct. actually describes correctly what, ha- what happens in African football. 
uh, Kalusha was talking about all the hurdles that he had to face when he became the head of the Zambian Football Association and um, people, clubs just withdrawing stuff like that. So it's, it's part of the DNA of what we have become. Unfortunately, it is hitting the game more than advancing the game itself. Because when you look at it, the game, the game outside the Southern African region, it is developing at a very fast pace. That is correct. And we look at ourselves and we look at uh, Mamelo de Sundowns. They are giving us a reason to believe that if you've got the right management, if you put in the right focus, if you put in and the, the right leadership. Yep. Yes, the right resources. And you the can patience challenge. as well. Yes, you can challenge all these heavyweights in North West Africa. But we want to remain stuck in what we were uh, 20 years ago, whereby an isolated uh, victory by uh, Orlando Pirates becomes a rallying cry for the entire region, rather than us to tell each other that, no, 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 what Pirates have done this year, Kaiser Chiefs should do next year, Dynamos of Zimbabwe should do the following year, uh, Petro of Uganda should do the following year, and this is how we develop our region. And unfortunately, we're putting the politics ahead of what we should be doing in terms of the development of the game, and it, 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 it creates hurdles. It creates spikes, it creates a landmine, it creates a toxic environment, and that environment then destroys the very game that looks upon the leaders to help it move forward. I mean, when you talk about the fact that what is happening there in Zimbabwe is part of the DNA of Southern African football, that actually really gets me worried because from my understanding, my basic, basic understanding of biology is that DNA is something that is hard to change. Is this thing hard to change in Southern Hemisphere and Southern African football where leaders can act, should actually now work together and work for the advancement of football in this region? Yes, because the era where leaders have to be seen to be the main players uh, in the game, where they look at themselves and say that without us, football cannot move, I think that era is gone. We have to we have processes, we have to have uh, strategies that define our progress going forward. So that even if uh, leader A is not there tomorrow, uh, South African football can still thrive. If leader B is not there tomorrow, Zimbabwean football can still thrive. We cannot then have this cult heroism of leadership where everybody is now bonded to a certain person because the game is bigger than any individual. That's why we had an era of players like uh, Dr. Kumalo, incredible player, Jomo Sono, incredible player, but they come and go. Some, but still the game lives on. Still people go and watch Pirates, people go and watch Kaiser Chiefs. And this is what we should do in our boardrooms. So that the, the next guy that leaves the driving seat, somebody else can come because we have left the processes that enable the football to continue. That is, happen, that, that is, that is what should happen. Unfortunately, we then make it like a personality cult, whereby mm. without me, nothing moves. Without us, nothing moves. And it destroys the future of our children. We are getting old. These guys, we owe the next generation a, food, a, 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 a football that they can be proud of. And we have to fight it. And I'm happy that we've got uh, guys like you who are giving a medium to the voices that can help football. Those people who are making mistakes realize that this is not the right time to be fighting all the time. This is the time to be mending bridges to ensure that South African football, Zimbabwean football, which, which we believe is 
is quite uh, conjoined because the, 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 South, the South Africa provides our footballers with the, um, with the medium to express themselves. Uh, they get better facilities there. They get better coaching and they come back and they play very well for the national team. And we do very, and the people are happy. So we cannot then talk in isolation that uh, because the problems are happening in Zimbabwe, mm. uh, why should we care? Of course, the South Africans should care because this is where the next Kamabiliad is going to come from. This is where the next uh, knowledge in Sona is going to come from. And uh, we can tell you that there are 20, 50 Kamabiliads out there, probably as better as Kama himself. Now, tell us, I mean, this kind of infighting within Zifa, what does it mean now for the professional arm of football in Zimbabwe. I mean, South Africa has gotten a lot of, uh, has benefited from a lot of good players, the South African teams uh, that have, they've actually benefited from a lot of good players that come from Zimbabwe, like you did mention, I mean, your come up billiard, your knowledge, Mosona and the works. So now this kind of infighting within the association there and the personalities in it, what does it mean for football in Zimbabwe, especially the professional arm of it? You know, as, as, as I'm speaking to you right now, um, as of yesterday, uh, when the announcement was made that uh, Chiangwa and, uh, and company had been banned, the other big story that came from the announcement was that the national team has been disbanded. Oh my We're trying to find what, what really does that mean. Mm. Uh, if we say we're disbanding a national team, because a national team, we have been arguing that a national team is something that is a collection of players we have been called into camp. Yeah, they play so and then they disperse. Players, yeah. So if those players are not yet called into camp because we don't have any assignment as of now, how then do you disband it? Because you can only disband something that is there. And until the players have been called, they mm-hmm. are not there. So those are issues that we have got issues about the disbanding of the national team, the disbanding of the entire technical team that was working with them. I, th- uh, I think maybe so that's what that means. Because, I mean, a national team comprised of the players and the technical team. When the players disperse, the technical team still remains. So disbanding of the national team, then maybe that means that uh, the technical team as well, the people who are there are out of, out of, out of jobs. No, no, but uh, there was a qualification that the, the technical team has been disbanded. Yes, mm-hmm. we understand. You can disband a technical team because it's there. You can say that the coach is Stuart Baxter, the assistant, the assistant is Mark Fish, and so forth. So if you disband that technical setup, you can understand. But uh, the national team, you cannot then say we have disbanded this and that because uh, we don't know what the coach, whom the coach is going to select next. Mm. He might decide that I want to select uh, Vilakazi, and Vilakazi was not part of the national team so, uh, in the past. So how then do you say we have disbanded them? <laughs> so that's, those are the issues that, uh, that we are raising. And um, it's all toxic right now, and there are fears for the progress of the professional arm of Zimbabwean football as we speak. And then just finally, I mean, now with this uh, Zifa ban of Chiangwa and Chiangwa still remaining the president of Kosafa, what does it mean in terms of the relationship and the workings between Zifa and Kosafa? Obviously, it's going to be very, it's going to be very difficult. Uh, I don't think the Zifa leadership as of now can listen to any um, correspondence or any statement that comes from Chiangwa, neither can uh, Chiangwa tell them what to do mm. in his role as Kosafa president. I think the Kosafa leaders themselves will need to have to, we have to sit down because 
beyond Chiangwa, I think Kosafa also has uh, uh, a number of elders, Danny Jordan, Danny Jordan being one of them. Mm. We need then to come and say, guys, how can we fix your situation? We cannot continue like this because you are holding hostage the game that we all love. You need to find a solution. And this is the best way that we have to get out of the situation that you are in. You did say earlier on that Chiangwa, you know that he's not an, you're not saying he's an angel and you're not saying that he's a devil. And of course, with what's happening now, with the due process not being followed, according to Chiangwa, do you see this matter actually going further and Chiangwa with this ban, do you see this ban maybe in future being reversed? Uh, like I've said, um, the, the, all, all, all eyes are now on FIFA. Uh, there is to be a reaction from FIFA uh, within the next few days. I think it is coming. Uh, for all intents and purposes, all our sources are saying that it's coming because the, the letter of uh, the decision to ban him was also copied to FIFA. Mm. So when it comes, it will give us a very good picture of where everybody stands. And as of now, I think um, it's, 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 um, it's a wait-and-see period. And um, unfortunately, it then puts everything into the shadow, like I was saying, mm. where the discussion moves away from Banyana Banyana, unfortunately. I mean, you guys, you've got a wonderful uh, national women's team. Uh, the, the, then the discussion moves to the characters themselves, which makes me quite a bit disappointed because I want to see the players being discussed. I want to see the coaches being discussed more than those guys who go there into the offices and make decisions on behalf of these players. Robson, thank you so, so much uh, for your time and your insights and uh, information about what is happening currently when it comes to Zifa and uh, Chiangwa. And uh, we'll talk again pretty soon. Thank you very much. All right. Cheers, cheers, Lelo. And, and, and pass my regards to all the guys behind the scenes. Cheers, man. Will do. They heard you. Thank you so much. That's uh, Robson uh, Sharuko, who is the Herald newspaper senior journalist live from Zimbabwe, talking to us about what's happening out there in Zimbabwe as far as their football is concerned. And, of course, you can send us your voice notes as well when it comes to that. And, uh, yeah, looking at the Ashes, England, all out 258. It's 7 o'clock. It's news time.